You're listening to the Smash the Box podcast, your source of inspiration for life and business. Inspiring stories and success secrets from the world of business, entrepreneurs, health, sport, spirituality, coaching, as well as everyday people with inspiring stories that the world needs to hear. Join your host and inspirator, Mark Pitcher, life and leadership coach and inspirational speaker on a journey to finding your purpose, living your passion and making an impact. Welcome to Smash the Box. Carolyn Ball is in a hurry. She's in a hurry to help save the world for her children and future generations. She is acutely aware of the seismic task ahead of her and is smart and humble enough to know that she cannot do it alone. Always passionate and talented, Carolyn finally found a creative outlet for her dream and Save the World at Lunch was born. She is the first to admit it's a personal passion project. I'm documenting something rather than creating a business, she says humbly. It's a project, though, with which she is determined to make an impact. A mini-movie series is about to launch, one for adults and one for children, with a first trailer coming in December 2020 called An Inedible Inheritance. The project centres around the importance of people making food and drink choices that serve the wider world and everyone in it. One aim is simply to inspire other families to also do things differently, whom otherwise might not have, and to see the results of that. Small steps lead to giant leaps. Carolyn sees much of the inertia that paralyses people due to the enormity of the challenge and is attempting to present something very accessible and simple, starting with her own family, that we can all apply in our own lives. Carolyn has always loved the food and drink hospitality sector and still passionately works the day job for restaurant associates. She also needed a creative outlet though to express herself and an idea was born. Listen in to this warm and wonderful podcast and you won't help but be infected by Carolyn's warmth, enthusiasm and passion for her subject as we talk sustainability, food and drink, ice baths and roller skates. Hello and welcome to another Smash the Box podcast with me, Mark Pitcher. And today I am delighted to be with the amazing, the delightful and the freezing cold but fast warming up Carolyn Ball. Hi, Mark. I love the introduction. You sound like a radio host. (laughs) Uh, Anyone would think this is a podcast, but yeah. uh, (laughs) Practice now. Intended Intended as a compliment. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, Carolyn, right, wow, where do we start? So, um, I'm going to start by saying you're a mum of two wonderful children, because I know how important family is to you. Um, On the one hand, that said, you are head of business development at Restaurant Associates, um, and also part of the sustainability leadership team at Compass UK, uh, formerly Gather and Gather, for those in the... The, in the know, in the in the restaurant hospitality sector. Um, on the other hand, you're a food researcher. Um, you're the founder of a new, and I'm going to let you describe it. Um, you're the founder of something called Save the World at Lunch, which I'm going to be asking you all about. Um, you have just come from an ice bath. Yes. Why you are wearing a, a, a warm jumper, uh, a woolly hat, and you're drinking hot, a pint of hot tea. You've got hot water yeah. with you. Um, I'm going to ask you all about the mini movies that you're putting together as part of Save the World at Lunch. Um, I also read that you're an aspiring donut economist. Yes. Um, which, uh, so dot, 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 leave that one to you to explain. And you're an all around amazing human being. Um, and I know that because I've met you many times um, and that's a big part of why you're, I've asked you to come on this podcast. So with all that as an introduction, perhaps over to you to tell us a little bit, perhaps we'll start wherever you like. Tell us about saving the world at lunch and, and go back as far as you want and how, why all of this and how did it all come together? Okay. Um, so I suppose to rewind a little bit, uh, as you know, Mark, we met because, um, which you left out being the humble soul that you are, because I asked you to do some coaching with me at a time when I was feeling really quite disenfranchised and not in a particularly brilliant place, but I absolutely adored the hospitality world, 
food and drink I have done since forever and so I just needed I felt a bit of outside objectivity and um, some oomph external oomph uh, which I'm sure everyone who's listening will know you have by the bucket load so we got to chatting did we not about the things that really make me feel alive and good and happy and uh, I vividly remember sitting with you in London saying well what about this you know save the world at lunch idea around how important it is that we make food and drink choices that serve the sort of wider world and everyone in it um you know what about what about that and I think I remember you saying well yes what about it uh and from there it grew arms and legs but rather sporadically and erratically in the context of everything else global pandemic aside family life uh full-time job new job and all the rest of it and what it is now um is a series of mini movies which I'm writing to help tell stories around why what we eat and drink matters so much to the planet but also to the well-being of everyone on it and to do so in an intentionally positive way um, because I think we all have news bombarded at us and some of it is brilliantly informative and other bits of it, dare I say it, are a bit too catastrophizing and sometimes even sensationalist. And that leads to, I think, feelings more of paralysis and inertia than it does to inspire positive action. Um, so I thought maybe there's a way in which I can do something about that in my own <laughs> tiny, slightly random way and started putting pen to paper. Um, so yes, now I'm at a stage where I've got first series mapped out, um, three episodes. Each episode will have two versions, one for adults and one aimed at children. So the focus is the same for each one, but the content and the way in which I'm going to be delivering it will be very different. Um, and again, it's because I work for a very big PLC. Um, but as you said, I'm also a mum first and foremost, and I really feel very uncomfortable with the idea of having researched in the way that I have, not doing anything um, to, to sort of act on that. Uh, so there are many millions of ways that I think people are doing positive, brilliant things from an environmental perspective everywhere. And I'm trying to do that as much as I can in the day job, in inverted commas. But obviously this year has been bumpy to say the least. And so sometimes I think there's an, an argument for digging a bit deeper and maybe in a slightly more unorthodox way, which is what this is sort of born out of. That's very long-winded, Mark, but as you know, I'm not great at concision at the best of times, especially yeah. when I get into it. So I hope that was, help I hope that was helpful anyway. Yeah, that's very helpful. That's why we're here. No, it's, um, it's your platform. And I think, actually, just you, so you're right, we did, we did start off... Um, we did do some coaching and um and it's actually amazing just on, on that note it's, it's amazing to see to be speaking to you again now probably what is it a year on um, at least yeah a year and a half i think a year and a half all this amazing stuff's happening i'm going to give a quick nod to mark mcculloch yes please do hey mark hey mark McCulloch, if you're listening um i always like to sort of get you know recognize our connectors so actually it was his I appeared on his podcast probably yeah. two years ago yeah. uh, when he was doing uh, Spectacular Marketing, We Are Spectacular, which you listened to, which led yeah. you to me and dot, 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 and we did some coaching. Um, so thank you for connecting me with Carolyn, Mark. And I know you, and you appeared on his podcast as well, didn't you? And that's... Um, I, yeah, I did. And I, I remember, will always remember finding his podcast because I, I listened to the very first one that I heard whilst out pounding the pavements um and uh i he's a marvel of a human is he not um because he's got such an amazing way of communicating um and it was just brilliant to listen to and is still as he does his supersonic stuff um so um yeah no no absolutely he's a he's a total gem yeah a gem a marvel you're absolutely right so th those of you listening that don't 
no Mark McCulloch. Um, if you're interested in food and drink, if you're interested in marketing, if you're interested in rock and roll, and um, and uh, Mark has a fantastic podcast called Supersonic, which um, covers uh, all of that. Um, and he's also a DJ these days on uh, As One Radio, I think it's called. So um, yeah, just yeah. Check, Googling, check him out or LinkedIn. Um, thank you, Mark. Um, back on Smash the... Uh, Smash... I think I've got that in the box. the box. That's right, though. <laughs> the world at lunch. Save the world at lunch. Um, get it right. So this is, I mean, how would you, it's clearly this is, a, so it started as a passion project, maybe still is. Yeah. Um, and what I love about, what I love about, uh, what, so what you called earlier, you said you called it your small random way or being unorthodox. For me, that's, part of your superpower it's not your only superpower but and I think you do yourself a disservice because I think the world needs that I find what I in this world that we live in where you're absolutely right we are bombarded with information and news not all of it great um and not all of it with the best intent I do find your when you do post I find it a breath of fresh air you're always bringing that uh, a different perspective and I think that um it's interesting you use the word small because one thing this pandemic I think has done is brought us perhaps our communities or one thing that it can do is we're we're living in a more localized environment at the moment yeah initially necessity so for the last 10-20 years everything's been about global global change globalization global brands suddenly we are living a more local locally based sort of existence and often it's the small things isn't it that um the small gestures you know whether it's an act of kindness or the so whether it's your emotional footprint your carbon footprint yeah you know um that can go a long way and i think what i'd be interested perhaps to ask you is that to your point about inertia the, the the topic you're dealing with and even the name is a it's pretty it's audacious in a, in a positive, I mean that as a compliment way, like saving the world at lunch. I mean, I love it. It's a real statement. <laughs> of the, I love that. Um, it's big and bold. And a lot of the times when you have a, a, a cause that is so big, um, it, can, it can paralyze people. It's, it's a, where do you start? And yeah. Surely, how can I make a difference from my little abode? What sort of things would you sort of give to people who are thinking this sounds interesting, but what can I do to make a difference? What kind of choices can I make? I think there are two sides really. Um, there's, and then everything in between. So there's, there's the, on the one hand, you've got the big business perspective and with that comes huge weight, the ability to influence a lot of people. Um, and then on the other you've got the equally large voice of a growing number of people who are, I passionately believe, really wanting to do great things the right way and sometimes either not quite knowing how to or absolutely knowing how to, but very understandably finding it really difficult to balance those priorities with others when probably there are very pressing immediate needs around making ends meet, for example, especially after the year that we've had. So as an illustration of that, I suppose, you know, when not on furlough, um, I work for, as you know, Mark, the largest caterer globally. Um, And, you know, we, along with many others, are part of what was pre-COVID, a 200 billion global food services market. So at a scale, that is extraordinary in terms of the number of people that are fed and watered through food service. And I don't mean that as clinically, because of course there are great experiences that that filter through that quite rightly. Um, But because of that, there's huge opportunity. There's huge responsibility, but there's huge opportunity to do that in, I think, very imaginative, as you say, sometimes random, unorthodox ways. But that's a way to really reach a huge number of people. If you are someone, therefore, anyone 
like you or I, who work for a big business or who buy from a big business or buy from a small business, then every time you spend your money or you choose to buy one thing over another, and it's been said wildly across lots of social media, you're casting a vote about the kind of future that you're wanting to build. So if those two things can meet and you can have big businesses rebuilding after a pandemic in a way that provides a more sustainable framework for the wider world and then the wider world are also wanting to buy in a more sustainable way if you can get that as a mass interest really informed but fun and compelling way of living then I think that's incredibly exciting but as you said it's also (laughs) massively ambitious and requires all sorts of strings to pull together in the same direction, um, which is why, and I know that this may sound like uh, whatever the word is, professional suicide from someone who's been in a sales role for a number of years, but I think competition has its place, but in the context of the environment and the way in which we're all trying to come back after this, there's more of a place for unity and shared ideas uh, than there is for targeting more linear growth and the competition that sits beside that, which is the donut um, economist type perspective, which can I also caveat, I think you said aspiring and I'm pleased for that because I call it wannabe as well. I, I'm not an expert, um, but I think Kate Rayworth, who's credited for the invention of that as a theory, um, is absolutely extraordinary. And if anyone's listening and is feeling a little bit like, Ugh, because their, their whole world has become consumed by numbers this year, um, then look her up because it will give you a, a breath of fresh air and a, and a different perspective on any number that you'll ever look at ever again. Wow. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that tip as well, that recommendation. It's always nice when new names enter the fold and people then look them up and you never know where that might lead. Um, yeah, she's, she's absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, and thank you. I, I will do the same. Um, no, listen, I love, I love listening to you. And I think, so by the way, I don't think it is professional suicide because for me, <laughs> you know, going back to the adage of people buy from people. It's too know. late now, Mark. Anyway, I've said it and you, you don't edit these anyway, do you? So yeah. too no, bad. Here. Um, but I think, um, I suppose to, yeah, what I take from that is a rising, they say a rising tide, tide, sorry, floats all boats. And, and something you posted about quite recently, actually, where you sort of said, look, you are happy to be, words to the effect of you are happy to be part of that. You're not, you weren't necessarily setting out to sort of like be first or the best or. No. And I find that really, I find that really refreshing to say, look, it takes an, you know, um, it's, it's a collective effort. You don't save the planet or any anything major. You don't achieve anything great on your own, do you? It takes a collective. No. It takes a special mindset um, and a special type of, you know, person or people. And I think um, that, that idea of shared ideas and people coming together, particularly at a time, you know, pandemic aside. Yeah. Um, you know, without getting too political, there's been a lot of separation you know in the air over the last four years and I think anything that can bring us closer together and sharing of ideas and and perhaps perhaps you know trying to find a vaccine for this this terrible virus is one example of that and 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 putting all sort of you know what you call usual allegiances aside you know um, people coming together for the greater good um that's that's why that's why I think food and drink has always been, for me anyway, really, really incredibly powerful um, because we all have to eat and drink in order to live. Mm-hmm. And that makes it one of the most single, uh, most and foremost accessible ways to communicate and translate ideas, inspiration. Um, and I think the 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 area i suppose mark which i maybe wasn't anticipating i'd get so invested in was as i tried to understand some of these subjects i i really struggled you know i'm not a uh i'm i'm not a i'm not an expert on on any of this insofar as i've never done any formal training if you like everything that i've i've come to learn has been through um <laughs> 
obsession with reading and reading and studying. And I've also spoken to very generous people who are experts who've been um, good enough to give me their time. So in that process, I realised how helpful it's been to struggle in understanding because it's meant that I've had to simplify some areas in a way that I think then are easier to act on Mm. um, because perhaps they're, there's a way to make them less academic and less esoteric so that if I'm in the mind of a child who is emotionally incredibly perceptive but doesn't necessarily have the language that these topics are talked about, how do we communicate to that audience? And how do we talk to the millions of children that eat every day but don't necessarily ask questions about that? But as you know, Mark, they ask questions about everything else. Um, and, uh, and that curiosity and that probing way of looking at the world, I find at times incredibly emotional because we lose some of that when we get too bogged down in things, which ultimately, as this last year has proven, don't necessarily further the causes that matter most. Mm-hmm. So if we can look at things a bit more like children at times and dare I say it, sometimes not take ourselves quite so serious and worry so much about getting stuff wrong. And I say that massively to myself, hence the ludicrous ice bath recording this morning. But um, kids don't feel as uncomfy as we do in situations. Um, And as a result, I think they are brave and fearless in ways that sometimes we can all only aspire to be. So the saved world at lunch, I suppose, is something that you could imagine a child writing for their homework. <laughs> um, it's just I'm trying to take that on and do their wonderful minds justice in a way that speaks to adults too. And I would love that to be, you know, CEOs of massive organisations, but I would also really like it to be, um, you know, my little boy's best pal who just asks, why on earth his his um, friend's mum is swimming in ice cold water in November. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. I've got so much I want to ask you based on what you said. So we are going to talk about ice baths in a moment. I'm going to come back to it because you and I have, although you have it about 11 minutes more in common than I do at the moment. (laughs) Um, So um, a couple of things you said that I really, which I really love and I I don't want to just pass over. So one, one first off is so many times, I think it's a, probably a universal skill to have whatever the subject is particularly if it's a complex subject um is and i've heard this said in business you know is how would you explain this to a five-year-old yeah or how would you explain this to your grandmother or something like that is a great way sometimes to cut through the crap excuse my language you know yeah and say look and to be able to simplify that is a gift is a gift um and a skill um much needed but I love the way that you um have brought children well the second thing I I gonna say I love the way you brought children into it I'll come back to that um but also what I love is you are an action taker so you you've you know there's another wonderful sort of expression that I sort of love and try to live by and I have to rein myself back sometimes which is um do and tell don't just read and tell yeah. yeah. So there's lots of people out there in social media land who read and tell. Oh, I've 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 read this thing or I've I've seen this thing, and then they start talking about. It. Um, which for me, you're and you're a doer. You're doing it. You've admittedly, which I also love. You're saying, look, I'm no expert. I'm not going, but <laughs> yeah. I've taken all this. You, you know, heavy doses of passion and real, really living it, and. Um, which is pouring out of you and this is what I've kind of come up with and this is what I'm doing with it anyone anyone you know want to take an issue in that and I love that so you're doing something about it you're you know you're not just writing a blog and going this is what I think so you know you're doing stuff and I really love that and you've created something really special the children it's really I love it the fact you've mentioned children because way way back when we first met and it might have been during one of our coaching sessions, I don't know, but you were talking about, you had some, it might have been a video call with, you had some things on the wall at home, different colours, I think, and it was for your children, and you were, you, you were giving your own children examples of 
the kind of stuff that you're talking about now and, the, and you were working on at home, you were talking about stuff and giving them examples. I don't know if you remember that. But I remember... I, I'm, I, 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 I don't, but I'm thinking as you, as you were talking, I'm thinking of my, um, my, ki- my kitchen, yeah. which much to my um, husband's dismay is not remotely... <laughs> Um, I mean, let's put it this way. There'll be no interior designers worrying that they're going to have competition. It's, um, it's the, it's the flamboyant display of, um, Pollock style splatter paint. And, um, there's every single color you can possibly imagine everywhere. And by the, what is now where the fruit bowl is, there's a little, um, sort of sticker display if you like that we did together um saying this is the happiness experiment and we're cooking joy so maybe it was that that. um i don't i don't know mark to be honest but yes i mean i um i i think it's really difficult because on the one hand it's a huge inspiration um looking at what the next generation might inherit from us um because we want to make that as good as it possibly can be on the other. And that's back to the point about paralysis and inertia. It can become really overwhelming. And I think, you know, once you know things, you can't unknow them. And, you know, I, I carry things quite keenly and emotionally. And so now that I've learned certain things, I can't, I can't see a way of going forward without, as you said, doing something about it. Um, you know, I was reading about the fact that, you know, we're the first generation really to recognise that we are working in a way and living in a way that's undermining the Earth's ability to support itself and future, you know, human development. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back to the point about what I do for a job, but also I'm a mum, those two things are very uncomfortable um, unless you do something about it. And because obviously it's been everywhere, the degree of change that needs to happen quickly and meaningful change, not just greenwash stuff, like actual action. Um, you know, I feel in a hurry. Uh, and I, I, I think that everyone who works within, you know, sustainability and has a, a job which they feel very, you know, vocationally, if you like, mm. they will also feel in a hurry. And when you're in a hurry to do something big, you need to join forces because it is frankly impossible to do stuff solo. Um, and and that, that's the point about competition, really. Um, yes, of course. Do, do you want to be in a, an organisation you can feel really proud of because you're market leading in wonderful ways that spark great ideas? Absolutely. But if you really want to do great things, then you would hope that those ideas end up as best practice for everybody else and that they're shared yeah so that's my idea of ambition is to help create really innovative wonderful ways that people actively want to get a part of um Mm. yeah I, I, I don't think that um dictation or shaming or criticism in abundance is the way to go personally I think people should be held to account businesses should be held to account but I I'm a believer in humanity. So I just think that most people really, really want to help and that there are challenges that sometimes present that happening so quickly, but you put the right people in the right place with the right support. And, um, and I, and I think it's extraordinary what is getting achieved already. And yet to your point, I hope that the stories and the movies spark um, interest at the very least and get a different audience, I suppose, to the ones that are already engaged. You know, there's a there's a growing community already engaged, but what about everybody else? How do you get in front of other people who maybe want to hear things slightly differently? Yeah. So you said that would be your wish at the very least. What what would you at this stage of you know what you're doing with the project, uh, if I can call it that, or the the, the we save the world at lunch. Um, what would you hope for it to achieve in whatever form it takes going forward? Um, well, I've mapped series one already. Um, I, ideally, I'd like a few more people to watch than just my loving, 
mum, dad and family. Um, and in answer to a question about where I would really want to go, um, some things that I suppose I've visualised or imagined just to keep motivated on days when things have been a bit more tricky um, is I would love a a family to listen to it who um, maybe haven't necessarily tried to do a few things differently for a number of reasons and I would like to hear from that family about what they're doing and what that what ideas they have because I think if you are so specialist in things then you have so much to give but you also don't necessarily think about things as laterally whereas a family who've only just started will have ideas in abundance that you couldn't begin to imagine. I couldn't begin to imagine here. So I'd like to reach other people whose ideas I think are yet to be discovered. Um, that would be amazing. And then if we're going to dreamland territory, Mark, uh, it would be brilliant if the top 100 companies by size start to and I, I say start to, but I know that a lot of them already have, um, but that there's a real sea change, if you like, towards this circularity in navigating forward through a future which needs to see, as you say, more of a focus on community. Um, I think that through telling stories sometimes, I don't want it just to be a talking shop because I do think we need to actually do the doing. Um, but I believe in the power of words and narratives to open up different ideas and I think unless you have the initial idea to begin with um, and you have a a want to do stuff in a different way then you'll always go down the same tracks and if those tracks are linear then we're not going to be able to go that way or that way or that way. Sure I hear you and we're recording this so I was going to ask you this later about this uh, or I had I had this as one of my if I get a chance to ask we could talk about this but I wasn't sure but now that you've said it I'm going to ask you so we're recording this in a week where Prince Charles has come out and um, in, invited or urged I'm not sure which verb he used um, businesses to a point suitably empowered, I think was, yeah. the, was sustainability, chief sustainability officers. What do, yeah. you, what do you make of that? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because as I said, though the, there's, there's so much expertise out there. Um, and I think sometimes that expertise is given responsibility, but not necessarily autonomy needed to follow that through. Absolutely. And they have to be the same. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of the other things that he said was that it's the right thing to do, but it's also one of the most important things in terms of sustainable economic growth and resilience moving forward. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about a decision that's right from a, a planet perspective and looking after what that means for later generations. It's about actually anyone who's running a business that they want to thrive Mm. that has to be at the forefront of any boardroom anywhere and I think there are enough people working in that space to take those words and absolutely evidence them to be true um you know I mentioned earlier about being you know really grateful for the expertise that's been given to me just because I've asked and I spoke to um Mike Barry who's the man behind um, Plan A for MS, and he's on LinkedIn a fair amount. Many people will know him. Um, and I just messaged him saying, "Could we have a wee chat?" Um, and there was no, there was no agenda other than I thought he was really cool and very inspiring. Um, so he said yes, and he gave me thirty minutes, and we talked about things like embedding strategy into big business, um, how that will always be hard every single day, because if it's not hard, you're not really doing it right. Mm. Um, and, uh, and he was extraordinary, Mark. And so I think there's a real um, opportunity to learn from a lot of people there, but you, you sometimes just have to go out and, um, and ask for it. 
Um, but but once you've done that, and the more people that do that, the more it can be um, shared. So yeah, I, I I read that article, and um, and I I think that that is just the beginning of increasing pressure that's going to be widely felt. Um, yeah. And yeah, I I think it's frankly quite long overdue. Yeah, and do you think his voice, uh, in your opinion, because um, you're on the podcast? Um, do you think him saying that makes a difference? Does does it have an impact? Do, do you think? Yes, I do. I think um, you know there there are lots of people being very vocal about how important this stuff is, and mm. the tone at which it's being said is very diverse, mm. which is good because yeah. everyone appeals to a different type of t- tone of voice. That's fine. I think the things that are helpful when it comes from, uh, I suppose a kind of ambassador if you like in the way that he absolutely is um is that it gets more uh airtime if you like so by definition that means people hear about it a bit more but i think it's also it's not in isolation is it you know if you think about the earthshot prize um that was announced um early in the year about environmental initiatives that can be scaled and you look at counter sin which is another brilliant brilliant idea to get more people just changing daily decisions um there are lots of bigger campaigns that are starting to get a following in however many numbers so i think yes it, it is important and it will help i just think it's starting to be um one of of, of many things and in being so it's a safety in numbers, um, volume in numbers type idea as well that's happening, which is incredible. Great. Well, testament to you for approaching Mike. Is it Mike Barry, did you say? Yeah, Mike Barry. Yeah. yeah. Testament to you for doing that, which I love about, one of the things I love about you, that, that to do that, with, yeah, as you say, your intention was pure. You just wanted to sort of open up a dialogue and, and testament to him for responding and giving you the time in that way. I, I, you know, that's what the world, you've just encapsulated right there. That's what, for me, and just for this and in many areas, what the world needs more of is, is people just prepared to come together and give up something, which in your case yeah. was time for the greater good, you know, so wonderful. And um, um, so you are... Um, I'm conscious of your time here because you've got to go and do the school pickup. So uh, I have, yeah. Very important. So a couple of quick fire things here. One is um, how do you involve, so we've talked a bit about business and big business and I'm asking you questions about Prince Charles and you're talking about, and actually you've taken, you've already answered one of my questions because I was going to ask you about what, what else is out there, who's getting it right, what it's exciting. You just mentioned that. Bringing it back to family um, and without, wanting you to sort of to give away anything that's coming up maybe in the movies but any small tips so if i if i'm a family and i'm listening to this and I, i'm thinking oh this is oh yeah i never really thought about that before oh right okay what could have you got any really simple things even just one thing that they could do right now on their next shopping trip to think about yeah i mean conversation um, they can have so one of the things that we've been doing and bear in mind I live in a city and so we can get around um on foot or wheels a bit more um but we've been using bikes and skateboards roller skates um all that sort of thing and we've very very simple completely free um obviously if you've got a skateboard otherwise (laughs) factor that in um but we've been doing a lot more um to just chat about the impact of what happens when you take your roller skates as opposed to get in the car or when you choose to eat something over something else. Um, So, you know, for example, absolutely brilliant to have your favourites in my daughter's mind, sausages, mash, gravy and peas. Brilliant. Loves it. Um, But what about talking, where do the sausages come from? What makes a sausage? What makes the potato that's gone into the mash? How is it made? What goes into the ground that grows the potato? Um, what do peas look like before they become the peas on the plate? It's, it's chatting more about where the food started its journey. Just really to begin with, really basic stuff, but it's how to make that fun and exciting. And one of the things that I'm doing for one of the um, episodes is around 
and writing the movie will be written as a poem and it's going to be dedicated to um, food suppliers, brilliant food suppliers. Um, but it's also um, part inspired by Arsenal <laughs> Football Club. Um, and it's going to be called the, uh, the Farmer and the Footballer, a partnership to change the world. Because sport's an incredible, incredible way to engage millions of people uh, in the same way that food is. So bring those two together. And I know that we're short of time, but if anyone's interested, look up why Arsenal was in the news last week. And I'm sorry to anyone who isn't an Arsenal fan, um, but I, I totally salute them for this particular bit of press. So Wow. Well, uh, you'll, you'll certainly get the vote in my family because they're um, <clears throat> all my sons. Uh, no, actually, sorry, two of my sons support Arsenal. So. Well, they'll be, ple- they'll be pleased then. Okay, I'll have, to, I'll, have to, I'll have to dig into that one. I love it. I love it. Farmer and the footballer. You come up with great names. You have great names. Saving the world. Well, I, I mean, I, I, um, rightly or wrongly, Mark, I used to get um, chastised at school for getting bored too quickly if the initial opening wasn't <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> and, uh, and I suppose that is part of the day job. You know, if you want someone to read what you're writing, you need to, and they're busy, you need to make damn sure it's interesting within the first few seconds. So if it does that, then that's, that's good. Which leads me nicely into my last point about talking about making an impact and making the, the opening uh, introduction interesting and uh, impactful. Ice baths. So you've just recorded yourself on video um, in an ice bath to kind of launch yeah. this project, which, um, and I, not, not limited to that, because uh, if, I, if I understand right, wild water swimming, cold showers, tell us a little bit about how that's entered your life and what that's doing for you. So um, this is a furlough period for me. So I'm not at, I'm not at work. Um, and uh, for anyone who's listening who has faced um, furlough, redundancy, all sorts this year and everything in between, I'm sure this will ring true. But it's um, if you are not careful, then you can feel really quite wobbly and low. Uh, and I'm really aware of that. As you know, Mark, I uh, suffered um, with postnatal depression after my eldest. And I think if you've gone through something like that, then you know that that sort of stuff can be very close and very far away all at the same time. Um, And so I really wanted to make sure that I was tracking that, if you like, Um, that's not really the right, right, right word, but you know what I mean. Mm. Um, and so I was reading about these um, <laughs> these cold water methods and I came across um, Wim Hof. My mum's a yogi, my sister's a yogi, my cousin's a yogi, and they are big advocates of breath. And I, I, I totally believe and think that's wonderful. But um, as I've said to you before, I lie there and I think of all the things that you know, I've got on deadlines, work commitments, kids' homework, like before COVID, you know, Christmas parties, stuff like that for the kids, trying to remember all these things. And it just didn't work. And then this ice water stuff, I thought, oh, I'll try it. And I did warm showers to cold showers. Then I tried the ice baths and I've been doing, as you say, a spot of uh, wild swimming and I'm completely and utterly addicted. Without a wetsuit. Without a wetsuit. Wet yeah. In November. Um, and, um, and I'm really hooked and I wasn't expecting to be so hooked so quickly and, you know, true to his word, it's, it's day 10 and it happened way quicker than that because it's very empowering and when it's a mind over matter scenario and you, you, you're a bit worried about the state of your mind sometimes, mm. um, which, you know, I, I don't say lightly, I, I mean that really seriously, then actually to, to be able to overcome that every day is amazing. Yeah, fantastic. I love it. I mean, it's, uh, well, you're, you're preaching to the converted. I, I had my I know a year ago. Um, I'm quite late to the party, I think, Mark, I have to say. I think everyone's been doing this for a long time, but I've just showed up a bit late. And um, 
Yeah. I, th I think actually in, in, in terms of the general populace, we're probably still in a big minority, but I think it's, it's that thing if it comes back to, if it works for you, doesn't it? And yeah. maybe some people would do an ice bath and go right bucket list, done it. For me, I, it, I had this very similar effect to where you're talking. I thought, wow, that found that really empowering. It's outside my comfort zone. It's yeah. Yeah. so uh, fantastic. I love it. And I look forward to watching the video when it uh, comes out. Yes. It's too long because um, it, I, I, I was supposed to do, well, I did, I did the 11 minutes um, and then I was still chatting away. So it's 15 minutes long and I've just seen on LinkedIn, it's a maximum of 10 minutes. So I'm now going to have to cut it. So everyone's just going to have to take my word for it that I did freeze for the full 11 minutes, I promise. We, I, I know you well enough that uh, you'll have done the full 15, yeah. But uh, wonderful. Look, we've got about a minute left before you need to dash out the door. So I'd like you to spend the first half of it just telling, giving out your contact details. Where can people find you? Where can they find Save the World at Lunch? And how can they get involved? Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Um, so the first um, thing, if you like, is going to be the trailer, which will be released in December. Um, and that's the one that's entitled, which will be visible on the, the post thing that I'll share later, but An Inedible Inheritance. Um, and uh, that will be, as I said, in December. And then it's also coinciding with the launch of the website, which will be again in December. So the idea is that once the mini movies are ready, they'll be shared via LinkedIn uh, and also, yeah, on the on the website. Um, and actually, Mark, if it's all right, just um, before we finish off, one of the main reasons why I'm able to do this now is because um, I found a very talented um, videographer, film wonder man uh called dan who's really patiently agreed to join forces so he'll be doing all the footage to support the words um and i just wanted to do a shout out to him because he's been great um and then the logo was dave officer uh i mean again the patience of a saint and the charisma to boot which was essential and then um Artie, who's done the animation so they were from a design perspective three people who have really really helped turn this sort of muddle of madness in my head into something which looks comprehensible um and uh, and I, I really appreciate it because otherwise it would still be very much in the ideas phase so they've had a lot of faith that's great. Great to hear you acknowledge them. Um, and this will, because this podcast will be coming out mid-December, so website address? Uh, it's just www.savetheworldatlunch.com. But if you go there now, I mean, depending on when you're going to share this, Mark, if you go there now, there'll be nothing. This will be, um, be out mid-December. Yeah, it should, it, should be it should be live by then. People can save that. They'll be listening to it into 2021, I'm sure. So, And finding you, LinkedIn, best place? Yeah, yeah, LinkedIn. And then there'll be contact details on the website as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. If you are listening to this and you've got ideas or you feel like your brand, your business, your leadership style is something that absolutely should be made into a movie with you as the starring lead, um, then... Um, please let me know because this is something that I'm really, really keen about being a sort of wider voice for lots of wonderful stuff that is already in existence. I'm documenting as opposed to creating all of this from, from scratch. So this is really a tribute to, to people and businesses as opposed to just me sitting here on my own scribbling and reading. That's the idea anyway. Document, don't create. I love that. I've heard that before. Um, That's a Mark, I think. He's done that too. So there's another Mark McCulloch shout out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, wonderful. So LinkedIn, best place to contact you, Carolyn with a Y. Yes, yeah. Carolyn Ball, look out there. And if you're struggling, contact me. I'll put you in touch with Carolyn. Brilliant. Um, that just leaves me, before you end up, it might be a short sprint now rather than a, a walk to school. Then so, well, I'll get my roller skates on. Get your roller skates on. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you had one thing to leave us with before you go, what would it be? Crumbs. Am I only allowed one, am I? Um, well, in the spirit of how this all started, I would say that if you have had a year where you're now really questioning various things, um, don't wait for leadership and development or uh, official formal training. Go and find a book 
or someone who will be able to give you another perspective and whether that's coaching with you uh, or whether that's someone else that you follow that you really, really like what they say and how they say it and what they're all about, um, then that's what I would suggest because everyone's got their own stuff going on. Um, but I, I really do believe that most people out there, if you asked for a bit of their time for a good reason, then it would be given. So yeah, there are always ways. Brilliant. That's not a very eloquent way to finish, but there are always ways. No, it's a perfectly eloquent way to finish. And I'm glad that you did. And that, you know, um, I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. Can't wait for the movies. Um, Karen, it's been amazing to interview you. You're, you're, you're Thanks so much, Mark. You're a, an absolute love. And, and I mean, goodness, had I not had those training sessions, um, it wouldn't have been a brilliant time back then. So you know, thank you very, very much. I've said it, you know, outside of the podcast, um, but, you know, credit where due. And um, I'm sure there are lots of people listening who have also had your coaching and it's pretty special to be able to lift someone out of something. Well, you're very kind. I never used to be very good at receiving compliments, but I'm just simply going <laughs> to and say thank you uh, in that regard. But um, oh, no, all, seriously, all power to you for actually acting on it and, and taking that um, and all the other bits you collected from all the other places you've got influence from and inspiration from and, and creating it and um, know that you're doing a great service for the planet and everybody around you. And um, I just, you know, I, I look forward to more documenting and uh, <laughs> and I really hope this podcast serves to to you know to to help with that as well. So thanks so thank, much, Mark. Thank you again. I'll let you dash off on your roller skates. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'll be flying. That's that that that'll be needed. I think. I don't know what the time is, Mark. But yes, no, I'll be um, <laughs> I'll be there in a flash anyway. But thank you for smashing the box with thank me. Thank you, Mark. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You have something special inside you, something unique. And there's never been a better time to reinvent yourself, to find your purpose, live your passion and make your mark on the world. So if you've been inspired by this podcast, head over to smashthebox.me and subscribe to the tribe to get your daily boost of inspiration delivered straight to your inbox. Find me on the usual social media channels by typing smash the box mark picture. Don't just think outside the box. It's time to smash the box.